there are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back, coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back, campers, to the Crystal Egg Soldiers Podcast. My name's Isaiah, joined by Mark and Sean tonight. How are you guys doing? Pretty good, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Not too bad. Not too shabby. It's a it's a good night. We got some good stuff to talk about tonight. Um, starting off, though, we're going to kick things off with some wrestling news and rumors. So, with the big changes coming up here... This next week with WWE um, and AEW starting their weekly show, we want to kind of focus a little bit on that. So to start things off here, this is kind of more of a rumor right now, but there's been talk that CM Punk has been meeting with Fox regarding WWE's backstage show that's going to be on FS1 to be a part of that. Uh, The story goes that he actually went and auditioned um, and did some stuff, you know, working with Renee Young and stuff to kind of see how he would fit into it. So that could be interesting if this does end up being true and him being a part of this in any form with WWE again. I'm kind of over the CM Punk thing. I mean, I'd like to see him coming back wrestling. Of course, I know he's getting a little older, but yeah, I guess he's back, so we can have fun with it. If he's back, since it's a room. Right, right. It, it it could be very interesting. I mean, you know, obviously the whole blow up from 2014 when he left and basically yeah, quit the company. That's why I and then, heard it was through Fox because I was surprised if it would have been through WWE. Right, and I think know, he's buried the hatchet sometimes, but that wasn't that long ago, so I still see him being an ass. <laughs> right, no, definitely. And then because I know he did uh, Starcast when um, AEW did their most recent pay-per-view and he had a pretty good Q&A and he did talk about how he's open to, you know, work with or, or talk to WWE again. So maybe that was kind of the start of that. And, you know, if this ends up being true, that he that's a, a big job. step in the right direction. So that could be interesting to see him back in some compass, some capacity in, in WWE if this ends up being true. So that's going to be something to kind of look forward to because I know WWE backstage starts in November, so it's not starting this week, obviously. Um, but that's coming in the beginning of November. It could be a pretty good show as long as it's truly like a backstage show. I think it will be since it's on FS1. It yeah. Be almost like a sports kind of show. So. It's That'd from what I was, yeah, because what I was gathering from it is it's going to kind of more be like their pre and post shows that they typically do for like the pay-per-views just on a weekly basis. And it's going to be more news focused and stuff like that. So, gotcha. um, yeah, there's going to be discussions because it's Renee Young and Booker T are kind of the main people. And then they'll have yeah. a rotating cast of people that'll be there. So. It'll it'll be good, I think, and I I think it'll be a great way to introduce new people and people that want to get their updated WWE news. It's it's going to be good, good option for them during the week. Now, 
talking WWE still, obviously this week starts the new changes with everything that's happening with uh, Fox getting SmackDown on Friday nights. So both shows are getting overhauls completely. So there's new graphics, new stages, new music for both shows. I'm excited because SmackDown's getting a little ACDC, which I love ACDC. So that's that's great. Commentary changes. So you got new people on on Raw. Uh, which I'm looking uh, forward to. First. Yeah, because the story goes I'm that to all this honestly, I'm like, well, you know, sometimes even though they keep saying we're hitting reset, but. I'm looking forward to the whole new stage, new music, all that. Yep. Good to freshen things up. It's been kind of stale and all looking. It really has. It really has. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because it's it's like um, because Paul Heyman obviously is you know the creative director over or over Raw, and he really wanted these two newer guys for commentary, and then. You know, Vince was fine with that, but he wanted somebody more established to be there to kind of help along. And so that's why Jerry Lawler's a part of Raw again, at least for the time being. Because it's it's not necessarily for everything. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So it's going to be good. I mean, the way that they're shaking things up, I mean, they're bringing Pyro back, which has been needed for the last 10 years. Because, I mean, honestly. I've been to some shows, even like live, you know. Shows that on TV when there's no pyro, it's just it's missing that big show appeal that yep. WWE normally has. They're they're really taking AEW serious, that's for sure, because they were kind of blowing it off like, uh, look at this pissant company. But no, yeah, they should they, take you know. it, man, because AEW's on. You know, there's a lot of people coming up and trying. So yeah, NWA is going to start their recordings. And I know we're getting ready to talk about Impact soon, so that's happening. And yeah, speaking of which, because Impact is is finally going to their new station, Access TV, in October, so that's going to be good for them, especially because yeah. this- you can actually see them without getting complicated. <laughs> right. Cause I, yeah, because I, I know they've been partnering with Twitch in the last year to two years, which has been great because that's one way that you're able to watch it, but not everybody really knows a whole lot about Twitch. Because yeah. I know in the last five or six years, they've been on some really obscure channels, you know, since they lost their deal with Spike TV. And so. And Nexus has already got a little bit of a wrestling fan base established because they've been showing the New Japan, I believe. So, I, Yeah, I, I believe that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they, it, I think it's a good home for them. And, you know, it's it's going to be kind of exciting to see where they're going, because honestly, from what I've been seeing and the clips I've been watching, like their product in the last couple of years hasn't been that bad. It's actually been pretty good. It's just the fact that yeah, they've shrunk cool stuff so much. And Cebu and I, yep. I know it just made his return recently. So. Yep. <laughs> That's kind of cool stuff. I always like hearing those names. Yeah, because it's kind of... After they kind of went downhill there a little bit, now they're like fighting to get their way back up, which is which is great. I mean, it's it's nice to see them not go out not of business, which is what disappear, yeah, because yeah, that's what a lot of people were thinking was that they were gonna end up going out of business and yeah, stuff just kind of after everything. A few years ago. I like, oh God, I believe sober. it was probably close because <laughs> yeah. after the whole thing with Billy Corgan when he was kind of taking it over and trying to buy it and stuff, mm-hmm. I thought for sure it was not not anything bad on Billy Corgan because I thought he was going to be a good breath of fresh air but then 
that whole legal thing happened yeah. and that him losing out. Worked out for the best. Yeah. He's responsible for all this NWA stuff. Yep. And I give him partial credit for AEW because he allowed Cody to come to NWA and kind of start the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think time, it was beneficial NWA for both title more resp- Yeah, it gave the NWA title more you know, legitimacy. Yep. And it gave Cody a platform to start his. So. Exactly. All good stuff. And it should pay off in the future, too. Oh, definitely. Definitely, I, I agree 100%. So it's it's definitely a exciting time to be a wrestling fan, that's for sure. Because this this next week is kind of this pivotal turn, hopefully for the good, you know, for the wrestling business as a whole. Because obviously now NXT is on USA, and I believe their two hours is starting this week, yeah, as well so. as sure. all yeah. the changes. I didn't happening. realize when I first watched that I only saw the hour. So the second hour was on the network. I was kind of disappointed. Even though I was against the two hours, I was expecting two hours. It's good yeah. to hear. It's going to be on TV for everybody. It's time for people to see NXT as long as it stays the same. Exactly. Yeah, as long as Vince McMahon doesn't have his grubby little hands in it as much as he does <laughs> everything else, it'll be good. So that's kind of the wrestling news we have for this week. Now, in our weekly Halloween news, we did take a little bit of a break last week because there really wasn't a whole lot going on last week for Halloween with Halloween Kills coming up. But we did learn that it was announced this week that Nancy Stevens is returning in Halloween Kills. For those of you that don't know, Nancy Stevens played Nurse Marion in Halloween 1. Uh, she was in Halloween 2 as well, and then Halloween H2O, which obvi- obviously Halloween yeah. 2 and H2O has they, been retconned. But. Yeah, they <laughs> threw me off for a second when I heard it. I was like, wait a second, she already died. And I was like, that's right. <laughs> that didn't happen, Sean. This is a different universe. <laughs> oh, you tell me the Mandela effect's not real. <laughs> you shouldn't need a flow so it's chart good stuff. to follow your story arc that's my opinion yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I like, I like what they say because Halloween's basically like a choose your own adventure now <laughs> which I'm okay with <laughs> but it's cool I like her it'll be fun to see her come back so yeah, a good cast announcement maybe she can head the group of all the poor kids who are traumatized by michael yeah definitely <laughs> i that that's what's yeah. i mean at this point they've got almost the whole original cast from the first movie back you know sans those that have that died but uh yeah i mean it's it's great to see all these returning faces on top of everybody else that survived in 2018 and it, I'm, I'm excited. Every, every week that we get more and more tidbits, I, I get more and more excited. Plus, I, I know we didn't ben really, trainer. right? <laughs> so I, I, I know we didn't have this in the, um, in our outline for this, but uh, I did see a post yesterday. Somebody had snuck a shot of the first shot of Michael Myers from the new filming, and it looked like they were filming. Uh, scenes from back in 1978. Oh, cool. So it, it well, from cool. what they were describing, it, it looked like the original mask. And uh, yeah, so that's exciting. If if they are indeed filming scenes from back in 78, just kind of different 
point of views or whatever the case may be, that's that's really cool. And that's got me really excited. But that's our Halloween news for this week. Uh, definitely keep tuned for more because I'm sure more is going to be coming out as filming continues on. And obviously October next year, the movies, the movie will be coming out. So I'm I, I, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm just I'm so pumped. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not as, you know, a huge, huge fan of whatever you call this last one, Halloween. 2018? Yeah, 2018. But I did enjoy it enough that I'm looking forward to see what these movies, and the casting for this seems great, so I'm looking forward to see what they can do with it. I mean, at least it's a movie from the franchise. Gets people excited about horror. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I I like the last one. I think, I don't know. I'll look at more trailers. I didn't hate it. The, the, the next one will probably be good because I didn't think the last one was going to be, and it proved me wrong. So we'll see. I I think it's going to play more to my taste just because they're incorporating more from like the first movie into it, and I think that's what gets me most excited. Just the whole nostalgia factor of it. Yeah, that should be fun. That's what I'm enjoying. Just hearing the news updates. Yeah, definitely. We are coming into October. Uh, We're recording this on Sunday night, uh, the 29th. So next couple of days, it's going to be officially October and the month of Halloween. 31 days of terror. It's going to be great. Uh, So coming out on October 9th is a new comic book. And uh, it's Victor Crawley's Halloween Tales. Heck yeah, man. I'm looking forward to this. The covers look awesome. And I know one of the stories, it's called the In the Company of Freaks, and I guess it's a um, circus freak show trying to capture Victor Crowley to make him part of their freak show. So That's that just funny. sounds awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> And anything Victor Crowley or Hatchet is good to me. Hell yes. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. The thing that got me excited with this is that um it's only twelve dollars. For the issue. I mean, obviously you do have the multiple covers, so you could always get multiple covers of it. But it does come signed by Adam Green, too. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. Which, oh my god, that's so cool. And it's so cheap for for that. Normally an autograph alone costs more than that. Yeah. Getting a cool store, cool collectible, all of it. It's a hell of a deal. Awesome. Perfect Halloween time. Perfect Halloween stuff. Yeah, it's it's like the perfect way to kick off, you know, the month of October is is, is something like this. And I, I, I couldn't think of a better way. I, I love the Hatchet films. Obviously, I still need to see Victor Crawley, but I, I, I do love the Hatchet films. And I, I they're going to be in my rotation for this this month uh, for the Halloween season. So like I said, I'm planning on I'm trying to watch one movie a day yeah, <laughs> for I'm, the month of I'm October. I'm doing the same. I did it last yeah. year, and what I did was if I missed a day, I'd pull a double feature another day and do something <laughs> like that. Yeah. I, I ended up watching, yeah, I've already like, been watching stuff. So. <laughs> I think I watched like 34 or 36 movies last October. Yeah, I've already That's been watching awesome. a few things. Yeah, I want to make that a tradition because that was really fun. Watch Vengeance. Yeah, it's always fun, man. I always try to go over on Overkill. Since Fear Fest isn't all that, even though it is still around, which is crazy, but yeah. it's just not what it used to be. It's kind of, no, it's really you know, they, not. I think they kind of show the same generic I mean, movies we like, but it's the same ones every year. We'll probably do a Friday marathon and a Halloween marathon. 
Which yeah. I do throw my Halloween marathon in. <laughs> yeah, with Fear Fest, you can always count on Friday the 13th. You can hunt, count on Halloween. Probably a couple Nightmare on Elm Streets. They're definitely going to show the, Pet Cemetery, Right. A <laughs> couple of the Child's up. Play movies. Yeah. <laughs> What's the one um, Stephen King rat one? They always show that. Or they used to always show that one. Ah, it's not one of the more popular ones. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of it, though. Graveyard Shift. That's <laughs> it. Okay, yep. Because that's usually one that you can count on, too. So, kind of going into some more horror movie news. Maybe rumor, though. So, well, the news portion of it is Jordan Peele's produced Candyman film has wrapped filming this week. So they are finished filming. Now, coming out of the rumor mill from some different sources, and this is from separate sources that are quote-unquote confirming this. So whether or not it's true or not, we, we still remain to see. But there's been talk that Tony Todd is actually reprising his role as Candyman. Yeah, I hope so, man. Like, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I don't hate Jordan Peele's movies, but I'm not 100% sold on him all the way and everything. Mm-hmm. Yet, so, and I really have, you know, enjoyed the Candyman movies, but a big part of the reason why was because of Tony Todd. Yes. Yep. So I'm looking forward to if he's part of it, man. It's almost like, you know, Robert England with Freddy. It's hard to... Right, replace. it's like Brad Dorf with Chucky. <laughs> yeah. Even, even though Mark Hamill did, with, uh, did a wonderful job as Chucky. Oh, yeah, Mark Hamill yeah, hard, is a voice yeah, acting legend. Voice. Yeah, it's definitely but hard to replace Brad Dorf's voice, though. <laughs> it it is, it is. I, I hope this ends up being true, because they obviously have not announced who's actually playing Candyman yet. Yeah, when and you said they were they filming, def- I was surprised. I didn't know they were already filming. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've been filming for like a month or so. That's why. And yeah, MGM definitely hasn't made any hints on who's playing. The this is what I like, like sometimes, that, so. instead of so many trailers and news updates. Even though those are fun, too. I like this yeah. mystery of not knowing. It's almost like a Christmas present that you're waiting yeah. to open. <laughs> it makes it exciting. All we know is Candyman. Jordan Peele. That's it. <laughs> yep, pretty much. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to hear who's who's en- ending up being Candyman. I I really do hope it is Tony Todd though. But that's coming out June 12th next year. So that's another movie next year to be excited about Wh- horror wise. Whoever so. it is, it can't be nearly as bad as Robert Pattinson being chose for Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I. Yeah, that still bugs me a little bit, but I'm I'm going in with the uh, open well, mind. Know, I'm not I'm not going to watch it. Batman, so. <laughs> I still haven't seen Ben Affleck's yeah. Batman, and I never. I, I was gonna. Yeah, there's a lot of poor Batman choices. I'll say through the years. So. <laughs> yeah, and I thought Michael Keaton was a bad one way back when when they first announced it. I was like, Michael Keaton, what do they think and do? But he actually did a hell of a hell job. Yeah. So. so did Val Kilmer. Yes. I thought it was. Yeah. But George Clooney. No. no. Yeah, Clooney. That no. Was, no. <laughs> no, I don't I don't like his Batman, but I think that movie gets shit on way too much. That movie was fun. Arnold was fucking great. <laughs> Arnold was the only thing I could handle in that movie. 
Everything else <laughs> yes. for me is just sucked. He just cracked me up. He was fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. It does get a lot of hate, but <laughs> it's not my yeah. favorite. He was on a damn, I saw a YouTube thing that had the top worst movie villains of all time, and he was like number two. Like, are you kidding me? Oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'll disagree with that. But. Yeah. It's like, I was just talking about that people say the worst slasher and then say something from one of the main franchises. It's like, you have not seen enough horror movies to even talk Right. About yeah. To even have an opinion. <laughs> right. <laughs> I could go on about that for a while. I've been dealing with that a lot with people lately. <laughs> Save that for a future just, podcast. Just because you watch yeah. horror movies in October doesn't mean you're a fan of horror. Right. <laughs> just means you enjoy it. Yeah. You just get in the spirit of the season. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Fun. Which is cool. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. But mm. So that's the news that we have for Candyman this week. So kind of moving into some upcoming movies that are uh, coming shortly. Now, to kind of start things off, uh, we got a movie that's coming out with Jeffrey Combs uh, called Holiday Hell. That's actually coming out on November 1st. This one kind of looks cheesy, but it could possibly be fun. It kind of reminds me of a a lot of like a movie that you would see directly going to Shudder or something like that. Yeah, it reminds me of like a full moon production, especially with Jeffrey Combs being like the, seems almost like he's the host of different stories with the objects he has. That's the only yep. thing that kind of made me want to see it was seeing Jeffrey Combs in that role. So it does yeah. look cheesy though, but it might be a fun little B movie. I agree. It it looks like it, it, it looks like it might be fun, but it might be terrible too. But at the same time, you know, it's horror. Jeffrey so. Combs. I'll give it a chance. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now the the next one that that's on our, our list is actually coming out October eighteenth. Uh, this one actually is has Bill Mosley. It's called Devil's Junction: Handy Dandy's Revenge. <laughs> this is another one that looks low budget, but it looks really fun, and it's got talking puppets. Yeah, it looks like obviously, it had potential, man. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and killer and dolls always kind of fuck with me. So. <laughs> right. And then who doesn't love Bill fucking Mosley? I mean, he's great in anything he does. If I watch it, it'll be because of him. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I agree. The movie didn't look, other than him, the movie didn't look that interesting to me, personally. Yeah. But it was just a trailer. Right. It it seemed like it was, you can kind of tell what the story is, but at the same time, it kind of felt like it was kind of all over the place, too. Yeah. yeah, just from the trailer. Yeah, trailers—they're a weird thing. So it right. did look, it did look at the high end of low production value movies, though. But you could still yeah. tell it yeah. was low pro. I I, I agree. You can find a gem there. So. Yeah. yeah, Bill Mosley gotta give him a chance, I guess. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely. So that one, that one's uh, once again coming out October eighteenth. That that one looks all right. And then our final one that we kind of uh, looked at also comes out October 18th. Now, this one actually is out of the three that we kind of looked at is the one I'm kind of looking forward to the most. This one's got Army Hammer and uh, Dakota Johnson in it. It's called Wounds. I like that the trailer didn't give a whole lot away. I was interested. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I wasn't really sure what was going on, man, but it was enough that I was like, this looks cool, man. And Hulu's done a good job with some of their... You know, horror stuff. So definitely. Oh, agree. Yeah. It's a shot as soon as it comes out. 
Who's been doing better than some of the people do? <laughs> Who's been doing right. better in all kinds of different genres? Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, definitely. Quietly, you know, doing their own thing. But I mean, I dropped Funimation I'm glad to for see Hulu it, so. just because they had better anime. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, because if you look at Hulu, because even in, with the horror genre, they have that. Uh, monthly series into the dark where every month yeah. it's a different that one that basically came out last horror movie. Christmas was freaking great, dude. Man. Yeah, Puka, Puka. That was yeah. great. <laughs> I enjoyed that one. I liked their Thanksgiving one last year too with the yeah, the girl finds out her yet. dad's I want to, though. Yeah. yeah. You it's it's basically a girl thinks her dad's a serial killer. And it's it's great. And it takes place over Thanksgiving. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. I, I enjoy stuff it. like that. It reminds me, even though they're movies and it's once a month, it kind of reminds me of, you know, Masters of Horror and yes, Tales from the definitely. Crypt Away and things like that. So. Yeah, it, it definitely got, gave, gave me that vibe. something every month. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely really reminded me of Masters of Horror, especially because it, it, it definitely felt more like that just because those were kind of more feature length a lot of times, too. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, these are definitely not, like, hour-long TV shows. These are feature-length movies, basically, uh, every month. And it got renewed for a second season. So that's another little tidbit uh, we haven't talked about, is that uh, Hulu did renew that for the second season. that's awesome. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so their Halloween one's coming out here shortly. Exactly. And it's produced by Blumhouse, so, I mean, I, I I always... just talk up Blumhouse, but I love their stuff. So and they do good stuff. I don't enjoy everything they do, but they do some good. Uh, they're stuff. hit or miss for yeah. me, but mostly hit, I would say. Right, they're definitely. The, I agree. I would say one of them. You know, top money making. But I mean, that's the way. Like um, Lionsgate used to be for me, and then they started pumping out some really bad movies. Yeah, if you, I, I, in my honest opinion, if you're running a company, you can't. Like it's a, if you want to do it right, you can't just have all hits. Like you got to. Oh just, no! You know, absolutely. You got to no. keep putting products out there, and you got to keep things churning out to keep people interested. Yeah, man. You got to be careful. You don't want to turn up all crap. But <laughs> you know, there's bound to be crap involved in there sometimes. Yeah. Well, if- New Line Cinema was great, but they sure as hell didn't always have a hit. No. Know? Oh no! Absolutely definitely not. Absolutely not. I mean, Freddy versus Jason. You know, case in point. <laughs> <laughs> But if if you want to catch a lot of fish, you gotta cast a wide net. So you might as well just throw out all kinds of different things. It's true. And there's people out there that love that movie. Oh yeah, I know plenty (laughs) of people that are will argue till they die with me about that movie. I will say though, like we discovered when we were given our list of Friday and our first Fridays seemed to be our number one. A lot of the people I know that like that movie. Only like it, I think. Well, I won't say only like it. they like it because it's one of the first ones they saw. It's what introduced them to both yeah. characters. They were young, so yeah, I get it in that respect. So. I don't yeah. hate it to the point where I won't watch it. It's not part nine hate, but right, someone else is going to have to pick watch, it for me to watch. I watch part nine and <laughs> I watch part nine and that before I watch the remake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, see, Freddy versus Jason, I gotta be kind of in a mood for. Like, I'll be honest, I I I went to the theater twice to see it. it when it first came out, I loved it. <laughs> now, over the years, 
it's it's not a great movie, obviously, but yeah, it's. I watch it when I marathon the Fridays because my daughter enjoys it, so I always throw it in there. For her sake, and, and that's when you right. go to the it's kitchen not the worst and movie food I... <laughs> and you know catch up on your house chores. It's not my favorite, but it's definitely not the worst. It's not the worst slasher ever. That's no, sure. start loading. I definitely will watch that before I'll watch Jason Goes to Hell. So <laughs> yeah, that one doesn't. So that's me. As much as it does y'all. So. That movie can go to hell for all I'm concerned. <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm right there with you. The Fuck kills just make the kills in it make it shine. They are for good. Me they are more good. Than Jason versus and, yeah. and Jason. So. The Jason kills does are good. Look pretty cool. <laughs> yes, when he's the limited time. Right? Yeah, yeah. The whole <laughs> right. like three minutes he's in the movie. <laughs> but I do agree with him. I hate the whole body transfer thing and all that. I've always hated that too. I would have loved it. Yeah, if that's it why when I first saw the movie, movie, I had the same response y'all did. I was like, "Fuck this! I hate this. Jason's dead. This is stupid." But for whatever yep. reason, there's little things. The kills, the guy from um, uh, the Friday Thirteenth, the series. I can't remember the actor's name at the moment, but he's in it. He's the main. Oh yeah, John D. Yeah. yeah, yes, thank you. And the music. So it almost felt like a cheesy Friday the Thirteenth. The series tried to do a Jason movie and fucked it up. So. <laughs> the best part of that movie, Creighton Duke died. <laughs> <laughs> What a worthless piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, that character. Yeah. He's like that annoying NPC in the video game that keeps to telling you Duke's to be in your mission, but you just want to go <laughs> out and do side quests. Yep. Yep. I don't know if that's still going on. Is Adam Marcus still doing the, the Creighton uh, thing? I know he was trying to. <laughs> yeah, I know he was, but yeah, I, I haven't heard anything recently about yes. that. Me either. So. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, uh, as far as like other fans I've seen, like on social media and stuff, talking about it, that don't like the movie as well. I don't have any yeah. animosity towards Adam Marcus for making that movie because you know what? If yeah, someone, a lot of people really hate. If someone guy, came man. to me, if freaking Warner Brothers <coughs> came to me right now and said, "We want you to make Fortnite the movie," I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, let's make this goddamn movie." Yeah. I don't know shit you know, about I've told Fortnite y'all that too. Yeah, <laughs> I've told y'all that too. I'll go make anything. Like, if they're offering me the contract yeah. to do what I've always wanted to do and make actually get some good money out of it. I'm gonna make the fuck. Out I don't care. Just put my name <laughs> yep. out there. Let somebody grab me for something yeah, I actually want to do. Gets my name out there, and now I have money. And if I don't act like a complete idiot, I can take this money and start my own shit. Exactly. So, exactly. Gotta let them doorways. Yeah. You can't always throw them shut, man. You gotta take advantage. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes you, you just gotta roll with the punches. It's like you expect the motherfucker. Let them take advantage eat. of you, and you take <laughs> advantage of them. And, Yep. You both can come out on time. You got to game the game. <laughs> with that being said, you know, with the news, uh, the last piece of news that we really have, and this is kind of, you know, what we wanted to talk about tonight, is uh, we did lose a legend on the 21st. You know, we had talked about in recent weeks about Sid Haig and, you know, the accident that he had because he took a, a fall in his home. Ended up in the ICU, and uh, unfortunately, we we did lose him on the twenty first. Uh, yeah, you know, it he sucks, had a. Man. It, it sucks. I mean, he had a long life. I mean, he was eighty. 
I mean, it, it, it kind of felt like it was going that way, especially when we stopped hearing updates. And, you know, it was definitely heartbreaking when his wife announced it on their Instagram page, you know, that he had passed. And because he's he's done so much and he oh, yeah, he loved his fans so much. I, I, I mean, you couldn't find anybody that loved their fans nearly yeah. as much. I actually found as out Sid through Rob Zombie's, I guess it was his Facebook. And he put a, you know, he put a good good paragraph or two about him. It was, it was excellently said. I can't remember yeah. right now, but it was perfect, man. Sid was a great guy. I think he touched everybody, man. Not just in the business, but out of the business. And not even just horror fans. Like, this man is one of the most working people in Hollywood. Like, yeah, I think, you know, what what most people know now from his horror career, that was his resurgence. He had a huge career before Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, it, it makes... I mean, if, if you look at... I was saying what you said made me think of the the to hell and back Kane Hodder story where Sid Haig was talking mm-hmm. about Kane Hodder and how he handles the convention scene and a lot of people in the Friday films the fan base knows that Kane Hodder spearheaded most of the the convention scene for Friday the Thirteenth and Sid Haig was like he's one of the few guys that get it. It's not for the money. It's not for us. It's for the fans. He said, we used to be them and now we get to entertain them. (laughs) It's like Sid Hay. Yeah. I'll agree with Sid on that. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. He he was just such a, a down to earth man. Always charging the least amount. Yeah. At the conventions. Like never up in his price. No. Yeah. Always willing to do interviews. Like after he passed, yep. and there were so many people putting interviews up that they had taken with him. So I mean, he was always just, you know that, yeah. you know. I mean, technically they're working, but you know those conventions, man, they spend so much time just sitting there and signing and doing all this thing. It's a lot yep. of work all day long, and it's out. Of, and I felt like he was doing it simply out of the love for the fans. It wasn't to earn a check. Yeah, right. And the amount he was charging, he was probably just paying for his expenses. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. to find out that he just dropped that money in the damn collection box for the convention and walked yeah, out. No. <laughs> right. He had his Sid Mark going, and he had the movies with Rob Zombie. They were living comfortable, and they they're not yeah. they were they're not greedy people. No, definitely not. I mean, with all the shit that you used to be able to buy, you know, from his website and what he would sign. I yeah, mean, and all the free shit he put would get. So you? much work into that. Yeah. Always constantly free stuff, you know, yeah. for the fans. So much better than when I went to, I love Robert England, but his website was not as <laughs> Jesus great Christ, cool $100. shit, I could never afford none of it. <laughs> right. And that's not shitting on Robert England. Cause not I mean, at all. He's, he's earned it. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. earned it, definitely, but. Just a completely you know. different experience is what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> it's like, it went from, damn, I'll never get this to, oh, crap. <laughs> this guy's awesome. <laughs> right. Well, Sid, he he just, like I said, he, he really loved his fans. He always took time to talk to each and every fan that went up to him at conventions. Because I've, I've been fortunate enough, you know, to see him multiple times over the years since my first convention back in, like, 20. 11 2012 something like that because he was the first guest i got to meet and you know we got to be at a celebrity dinner with him so we got to have dinner with him talk with him all that and i got to see him one time but it was a brief you know five minute six minute conversation yeah if you were lucky enough to meet sid it was it was definitely the highlight 
I mean, that man was yeah, so He was one of my favorite people to me. Like, I wish I'd had more time, but it was a long line. Yeah. And I try not to be that guy that stands up there the whole time. <laughs> right. No, definitely. But yeah, I mean, he he was so intelligent and just so eloquent with, you know, what he would talk about. Because if, like you mentioned about the interviews that people started putting up, if you watch some of those interviews, he had so much knowledge that he just wanted to pass along. Yeah, like you'll and, see some entertainers' interviews, it's almost a repeat every time, but they were all, you could just tell he was talking from himself and what he knew. Yeah, just from ex- his experiences and even even when he would get into his political stuff, which I hate political stuff, but for whatever reason, when Sid talked politics, it was always for the people. Yeah. And everybody as a whole, not one side or another. It was always, you know, about how we can make this country better for ourselves. And that that was always exciting, you know, hearing him talk about that kind of stuff, too, because I, I fucking hate politics. But there's just some for some reason when he would talk about politics, he wouldn't make it where, you know, you know, some screw people side, screw make that it side. easier to listen to. Exactly. They're not oh yeah, so entrenched in you know right or left that they actually can have. Yep. Yeah. Listening to him but. talk about politics at the convention last year was really funny, and uh, Bill Mosley yeah. was up there with them, and they seemed to see eye to eye, so they were hanging jokes off of each other. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> <That's great>. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the exact joke. Bill Mosley's another great one to me, man. He's fun. He said something to the effect <laughs> that uh, we already have a clown president and that he's a much better clown or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different discussion altogether, but yeah, he's funny. He's so funny. Oh my God. It's... I mean, you look at Sid's body of work. He's been his first role was in a student film back in 1960. And I don't think and he ever fully stopped working. Since. No, he worked up until basically <coughs> he you so know, many took parts on you know sitcoms and sci-fi shows yep. and movies. I mean, he was on TV and movies, not just movies. Like I know he's on Star Trek and Just the Ten of Us. Just stuff coming off the top of my head. Yeah, definitely. Besides the great, you know, B movies and driving movies that some of us remember from way back. <laughs> yep. The 70s. Not yeah, because I know movies, he was. But, you know, it's definitely why Rob knew who he was. <laughs> right. Yeah, because he kind of had that first boom in those black exploitation yeah. um, from the 70s with uh, Jack Hill's movies. So you had yeah. like Coffee. Um, Foxy Brown, Spider Baby, yeah, different things like that. So, you know, he got to work with George Lucas too. Got to be, you know, in a Bond movie. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. really kind of done it all. And then on top of all that, I mean, he was also music a musician too because he played the fucking drums. I mean, he he was all around talented. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Drums. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean it's it's such a blow that you know he he had left us and yeah. But it was so cool seeing everybody come together, you know, in the wake of finding out about him passing away. Like you were saying, even people that weren't even uh, 
you know, necessarily horror fans yeah, about really, how like he it touched their caught lives. me by surprise, man. It's one of the biggest responses to a celebrity that I've seen in a while. Oh, so, yeah. My my Facebook yeah. feed's still cluttered with Sid Hague yeah, posts. I was really, like, caught me. I, was, I mean, I knew people loved him, but I thought it was kind of a horror convention kind of thing. I didn't realize, like, it was a worldwide thing. This guy's got, like, Michael Jackson credit. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Which he, is awesome. He, he busted his so. ass for it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's good. He's got, you know, all that work was, you know, paid off. So it's good. That's we for sure. Appreciate, you know, we all showed our appreciation. So. That's for sure. But yeah, I mean, just kind of looking at his, his, his work and stuff. I mean, there's so many things I didn't know he was in. A lot of stuff, you know, that I've seen that he was in. I mean, I didn't know that he was like in the fucking Dukes of Hazard. You know, it, you know, at least one episode of that. Yeah, I was scrolling through. I knew about Batman, and I was like, "Holy cow!" I didn't know some yeah. of this stuff. Because I knew he was on Batman. I knew Star Trek as well. But yeah, like Dukes of Hazard, MacGyver. I mean, oh wow, MacGyver. those. I didn't know. Anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got to do every cool show, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah. That would be so fun. Like, I mean, I'm not even a guy, like, I would rather make a movie than be an actor. But right. I think it would be so fun to just play these character bit parts and different random things like that. that like, I wouldn't mind doing that. If yeah. I ended up oh, it'd be fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the only kind of acting I honestly would enjoy doing instead of like a main role or something like that. I got to be, you know, some kind of character. Something yeah. that's not my normal self. So. <laughs> right. I can have fun. <laughs> I agree. Throw a little bit of my normal crazy self in. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was kind of thinking back, trying to figure out the first time I I had saw Sid in something, and I think the first time I had saw him in anything was probably uh, Jackie Brown That's when he played the that. judge in there. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, that that <clears throat> have to be for me too. Then, like, when I started, you know, I've seen him in a few movies that I had seen that I didn't realize I had seen him in, if that makes sense. Until right. yeah. I was older and recognized him one then I was like, damn, I didn't realize he's been in this movie this whole time. So, like, there was, nah, it was one of the black exploitation ones. I think it might have been ah, Foxy Brown. I can't remember. But he just did so much, man. He was all over the place. So. Yeah. Yeah, like that that Bond film, uh, Diamonds Are Forever. I didn't realize that was him, you know. Yeah, uh, well, that was, was one too. Because he has a different films. look too. In that, yep. You know what I mean? So that blew me away because I loved Bond when I was younger. Man, I watched all the movies. Oh, definitely. Once. Yep, so, me as well. And I'm named. Yeah, so that Sean was Connery, wild. So I had to watch <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this, he's been in so many things. Like, even his later stuff, because, you know, obviously the first time I saw him was uh, Jackie Jackie Brown. But then, uh, you know, after House of a Thousand Corpses came out, that, that kind of cemented everything. And then, like, I, I had to start watching everything that he was in. And That's one of the best openings. Of the movie, oh, my God, period. that opening was great. <laughs> that whole... Uh, because that, that movie is great. But then, like, the DVD, when you put that in, his whole, like, menu video that plays for like four uh-huh. minutes 
<laughs> of him just insulting you, basically. Yeah. That's so I good, that. too. It's on the Blu-ray, too. Oh, is yeah, it? Well, on mine okay. it is. I got the double feature. Actually okay, got it okay. signed by Sid Hank. Nice. I've got so much stuff signed by Sid. You know, it's funny. Like we're... I have the picture signed. I always get pictures for whatever reason. I always think it after the fact. Yeah. And I should have had someone sign this. Like, I always forget my Crystal Lake memories book when I go. So I got all these Friday people, but none of them is in the book. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got so many things signed, signed by Sid. Just because of how low his prices were, I always tried to get as many autographs from him as possible. I had so many, like, personal things that I brought that I had him sign. I had, like, a like a bobblehead of Captain Spaulding. Um, I had this uh, picture that I, I had purchased this year that was uh, like a drawing of Captain Spaulding. And that one's pretty cool. That that one's hanging up in my office above my desk now. Nice. Especially after everything. So between that and the... Yeah, I've got a bunch of pictures too that I had him sign that he had you know, for sale and yeah, posters, kind of a little bit of everything. So uh, what's your guys's uh, favorite Sid Haig movie? That's hard. Cause it's um, easy for me. Hatchet three. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm going to look up the list. Agreed. When I heard he died, when I heard he died, I looked up two things. I looked up the opening of a thousand corpses House of a Thousand Corpses, and I looked up that scene from that, <laughs> and I watched it about three times. So, I am a yeah. veteran. I went all the way to Korea. <laughs> Korea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was—he played that so oh, good. Such a racist old man. It was so funny. You say faggot? I ain't no faggot. <laughs> I understand you mumbling all the time. <laughs> Oh, he did it perfect, man. I've known a few crazy old men like that. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I still do. It's believable. <laughs> but, but to answer your question, um, it, it would probably either be more than likely Devil's Rejects, because that's my favorite out of the, the, the three. Yeah. But a close second is going to be House of a Thousand Corpses. Well, he got a lot more screen time in Devil's Rejects. Yeah, he was he yeah. wasn't in the movie in House for very long, much, except for the beginning and the end. Yeah, <clears throat> well, he was still in there in the middle too, because when the cops show up at his shop too. Yeah, yeah, true. But yeah, so more than likely, probably Devil's Rejects, because that's my favorite out of this series. So, but he's had so many other movies come out, especially recently. Like, if you haven't seen High on the Hog, that's his most recent full movie that he was in. That was pretty <coughs> good. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it either. That might be a good one for you on 420, Sean. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> Always ready yeah, they... to throw another one in the rotation. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Getting tired of watching Evil Ball. <laughs> uh, that one, I can, it's hard for me. I, that's not one I throw in there. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. It yeah. looks so bad. There are much, there are, yes, and it is. It's literally in one room the whole movie. It's not good. But I've heard the sequels are a little bit better. So <laughs> Yeah. There's definitely much better pop movies than that. But I'll tell you, most of the recent pop movies suck. So you know, That's not the suck. Uh, well, I mean, to be honest, yeah. most pop movies in general suck. <laughs> yeah. There's a few good ones. Though. Yeah, true. Yeah, you got some great ones. Very true. How, how high, 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 high
And there's one or two <laughs> Cheech and Chong's I like. Most of those are kind of stupid too. Though. Like I love Open Smoke. Yeah, That's yeah, Open Smoke's good. That that one's good. For the most part, all them handsome on Gretel weed movies and shit like that. <laughs> oh, fuck those. Fuck like you're those. not all, you're not smoking weed if you enjoy them movies. You're smoking something else. <laughs> 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 but yeah, Sid, we're gonna miss you. Yes. Yes, rest in peace, Sid. It's it's not yes, gonna be the same without peace. you. I mean, conventions conventions are definitely not gonna be the same. Yeah, that's what I was saying. There's gonna be I, th- I think it was on um, Days of the Dead said they're going to set up his table anyway still at all their upcoming They shows. did, and they set up so a, a chicken bucket with Captain awesome. Spaulding on it, and awesome. all the money, oh, that's so then, cool. and then you just put money in the bucket, and they give it to the family. Oh, cool. That's man. cool. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I, I had read that the other day they were going to do it at all the shows, so that's awesome, man. So he's still there doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, there'll there'll never be another like Sid. No, definitely not. Not not somebody that loves their fans and what they did as much as he did. And it it definitely was a huge loss. We we definitely lost a treasure and a legend. But you know his memory's gonna live on. You know, everybody that got to meet him, all of his movies. I mean, there's a whole body of work there. You know, for future generations to be able to indulge in and see. And it's. It's good and sad at the same time. Happens to all of us at some yep. point. But yep. <laughs> not that that makes it any easier. Yes, you are no, all definitely going not. to die. Some of you sooner than the rest of us. <laughs> didn't Way to end it on a real sinister <laughs> note. Lucky, third, but lucky contestant in seat 37G. Come on down. <laughs> the price is right. <laughs> Come on down. I'll turn that joke around on him yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but we do want to thank you guys for checking out the podcast tonight. It was great to be able to talk about Sid, especially after, you know, his whole life and, and work that he gave to us. It, I'm sure a lot of people got into horror movies because of him and a lot of other things because of him. I mean, he was great at what he did. And he's going to be sorely missed, that's for sure. But, like I said, there's a whole body of work there for people to continue to watch and to gleam from. It's it's going to be good. And we, we love you guys. We thank you for checking out tonight's episode. You can always interact with us on Facebook or any of our social media platforms at CLS Podcast. But until next week, we will see you guys later. See you later, I guess. thanks for joining us today for the cls podcast check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag cls podcast until next time stay safe campers (laughs) 